Welcome to the Less Wrong Curated Podcast. Towards Monosemanticity, Decomposing Language Models with Dictionary Learning by Zach Hadfield Dodds. It was published on the 6th of October 2023. It was initially AI narrated when it passed the 125 karma threshold, and now it's been curated, so I'll human narrate it for you. If you find it personally quite valuable to have a human narration of these pieces instead of, or indeed on top of, the AI narrations, you can support this work on Patreon at patreon.com slash lwcurated. Thank you very much to all those who've already signed up. Here's the text. The text of the post is based on our blog post as a link post for the full paper, which is considerably longer and more detailed, and is linked here. Neural networks are trained on data, not programmed to follow rules. We understand the math of the trained network exactly. Each neuron in a neural network performs simple arithmetic. But we don't understand why those mathematical operations result in the behaviours we see. This makes it hard to diagnose failure modes, hard to know how to fix them, and hard to certify that a model is truly safe. Luckily for those of us trying to understand artificial neural networks, we can simultaneously record the activation of every neuron in the network, intervene by silencing or stimulating them, and test the network's response to any possible input. Unfortunately, it turns out that the individual neurons do not have consistent relationships to network behaviour. For example, a single neuron in a small language model is active in many unrelated contexts, including academic citations, English dialogue, HTTP requests, and Korean text. In a classic vision model, a single neuron responds to faces of cats and fronts of cars. The activation of one neuron can mean different things in different contexts. There's an image here that illustrates this, so there's some text that's been highlighted variously, and it says Korean, citations, HTTP request, citations, dialogue, citation in latex, Japanese, more citations, and Korean. And the highlights show where the neuron number 83 has activated. The caption reads, neurons in language models fire on many different types of text. Neuron 83 fires on all of those things that I just listed, And then there's another column that says the features we find are dramatically more consistent. Feature number 2937 fires on DNA. And there's a string of DNA, A, T, G, G, C, C, etc. And it's been all highlighted orange. In our latest paper, Towards Monosemanticity, Decomposing Language Models with Dictionary Learning, linked here, we outline evidence that there are better units of analysis than individual neurons, and we've built machinery that lets us find these units in small transformer models. These units, called features, correspond to patterns, or linear combinations, of neuron activations. This provides a path to breaking down complex neural networks into parts we can understand, and builds on previous efforts to interpret high-dimensional systems in neuroscience, machine learning, and statistics. In a transformer language model, we decompose a layer with 512 neurons into more than 4,000 features, which separately represent things like DNA sequences, legal language, HTTP requests, Hebrew text, nutrition statements, and much, much more. Most of these model properties are invisible when looking at the activations of individual neurons in isolation. There's another diagram here. The text in it reads, Most of the 4,096 features found by the autoencoder have consistent, interpretable responses to input data. So here are some examples. Feature number 3647 fires on legal language. Feature number 2937 activates on DNA sequences. Number 28, code HTTP requests and responses. 3611 on nutrition statements. 1366 on sports, especially title case competition names. 
818 on numbers separated by commas, and 3349 on funding acknowledgements. The text goes on. To validate that the features we find are significantly more interpretable than the model's neurons, we have a blinded human evaluator score their interpretability. The features have much higher scores than the neurons. Here's a graph titled Manual Interpretability. It compares features versus neurons with count on the y-axis and rubric value on the x-axis. And we notice that for higher rubric values above about 8, features are considerably outperforming neurons. We additionally take an auto-interpretability approach by using a large language model to generate short descriptions of the small model's features, which we score based on another model's ability to predict a feature's activations based on that description. Again, the features score higher than the neurons, providing additional evidence that the activations of features and their downstream effects on model behaviour have a consistent interpretation. Features also offer a targeted way to steer models. As shown below, Artificially activating a feature causes the model behaviour to change in predictable ways. So here's a flowchart. It's a diagram that shows an input, which is 1, 2, 3, etc. all the way up to 10. Then flowing through a box as there's no intervention. It produces text 8, 30, 20, 8, 10, 10, all separated by commas. The caption here reads, We sample from the model at temperature 0.5 for various features pinned to a high value. This generates text consistent with feature interpretations. Now the diagram also shows that same input, 1, 2, 3, 4, etc., going through various artificially activated features. The first, Han Chinese, produces a bunch of Chinese characters. Base64 produces some Base64. DNA produces a string of DNA characters, A, G, A, C, etc. Uppercase, using in the United States, is the output. Hexadecimal, it looks like hexadecimal output. Arabic, it looks like Arabic. And Hebrew, it looks like Hebrew. The text goes on. Finally, we zoom out and look at the feature set as a whole. We find that the features that are learned are largely universal between different models, so the lessons learned by studying the features in one model may generalise to others. We also experiment with tuning the number of features we learn. We find this provides a knob, in quotes, for varying the resolution at which we see the model. Decomposing the model into small set of features offers a coarse view that is easier to understand and decomposing it into a large set of features offers a more refined view, revealing subtle model properties. This work is a result of Anthropic's investment in mechanistic interpretability, one of our longest-term research bets on AI safety. Until now, the fact that individual neurons were uninterpretable presented a serious roadblock to a mechanistic understanding of language models. Decomposing groups of neurons into interpretable features has the potential to move past that roadblock. We hope this will eventually enable us to monitor and steer model behaviour from the inside, improving the safety and reliability essential for enterprise and social adoption. Our next challenge is to scale this approach up from the small model we demonstrate success on to frontier models which are many times larger and substantially more complicated. For the first time, we feel that the next primary obstacle to interpreting large language models is engineering rather than science. This was an audio version of Towards Monosemanticity, Decomposing Language Models with Dictionary Learning, a link post for a transformercircuits.pub post. It was by Zach Hadfield-Dodds, published on the 6th of October 2023. It's been human-narrated because it's a curated post. If you enjoy having the curated posts narrated and placed on this podcast, you can support that work on Patreon, patreon.com slash LWCurated. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you next time.